Hello, welcome back to Nerd Dumplings. Join with me today is Checo and David. How are you guys today? Doing pretty hey. good. Yeah, uh, Nico may or may not show up. Who knows? Moving on. How you guys been? Like, what's uh, how's Thanksgiving for you, both of you? Um, Thanksgiving was pretty solid. We tried out something new this year. We tried out having chicken, like rotisserie chicken, instead of turkey this year. Oh. And gotta say, the chicken from Costco, it was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Hard to say no to that. How about you, Chuck? What'd yeah. you do? Oh, man. It's been tamales. Tamales. Leftover tamales. Even today. Like, what is the second damn. day after? And it's still tamales. Yeah, so... Just living that tamale life. There's other options, but when there's tamales, you know, you're gonna you're gonna grab the tamales. Well <laughs> if I'm being honest, and this is like a scratch on my Mexican card, I'm actually not a huge fan of tamales. Oh wow, no. Okay. Yeah. Almost no. it's those strawberry tamales are made by accident. Okay, if they're like dessert yeah, there's tamales, different ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But like regular tamales, uh hit or miss. I have also, all of them, I'll have eat them, but I don't seek them, you know? If there's other options, I'll probably go for the other options. Speaking so of which makes sense. Me and my family were just like, you know, we were discussing what we could make for Thanksgiving. And we had to have a heart-to-heart. It's like, who here likes turkey? And I raised my <laughs> hand. And I was like the only one. I was like, and they're like, but do you like Thanksgiving turkey or do you like OC Fair t- turkey? Yeah, I like OC Fair turkey. How about OC Thanksgiving? Turkey. I don't really care about it. What about the Thanksgiving ham? Well, we just do it on Christmas. Oh, shit. Does anybody like here like Thanksgiving food? No, not really. Would y'all rather have tacos? Yes. So we just went ham on tacos. We we made a fuck ton of tacos and tamales. And uh, I've had, in the span of two days, that includes yesterday and Thursday, I've probably had around 16 tacos. That's a lot of tacos. It is a lot of tacos. <laughs> That's um, pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was surprised at myself, honestly, because as I was eating, I was like, I'm still hungry. I'm usually full by now. My stomach's not that big anymore. But today... Holidays. Today, my body's like, we'll make the exception for you. And I'm thankful, because yeah. them tacos were amazing. Oh, yeah, dude. What kind of tacos? Were, were, were they, they like the for? big tacos or like the small yeah. tacos? They weren't mm-hmm. huge. They were small, so they were easily digestible, but it's still like okay. quite a number of them. I had about right. Yeah. Yeah. After, yeah, usually after three or four, you start getting full, too, because it's yeah. just meat. It's just meat and tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I put cilantro, and we had this uh, this guacamole sauce that has peanuts and Ooh, lemon in it. Nice. Oh, it's amazing. That good. But anyways, oh, man. It was barbacoa, <laughs> asada, chicken, and then yesterday... I'm making me hungry. <laughs> yesterday, I had some of the leftovers, and nearby the church where we go to, sometimes they have tacos and birria, but they had like a swap meet set up, and we're like, fuck it. My dad, in some Christmas mood, came down, he's like, hey guys, let's go get some more food. And I was like, y'all crazy, I just cooked. <laughs> yeah, but like, I went, I just passed by there, and I kind of want a torta. So he convinced yeah. us, and we went. There was no tortas. But we did wow. get more more tacos and pupusas. And I had like <laughs> sheep tacos. Then they're like, "This kind of spicy, bitch." Please, who do you think you're talking to? I regret that. I should have. It was very spicy. I was, di- <laughs> I was dying. I was dying. flossing. My flossing right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But the horchata was bomb, dude. I'll go back just for the horchata. Oh. But anyways, yeah, day. <laughs> that was my past Thanksgiving Black Friday. I know David yeah, had a yeah. David had a special Black Friday experience. How was that? Oh, that that Black Friday because. Uh, the the place where I work is a big like commercial area, and it was just such a bizarre experience because usually I'm so used to whenever the parking structure that I go to for work mm-hmm. is full, usually my work is completely just swamped with people. This today, like uh, yesterday, it was completely the opposite. 
It was swamped with people. There was people out the wazoo. There was lines everywhere for cars to get into. And when I got into work, I was expecting a shit show. Nothing. People were just chill. They were just like, yep, we know it's a madhouse out there. We're safe. We got these walls in between us and them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a barricade right, from the zombies. <laughs> Pretty much. just what it felt like. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, uh, I can accept that. I don't know that yeah, just, that shopping location. I, I just don't get who goes there for Black Friday. You know, it's like I mean, I guess it's, there's a lot of shops, but like it's no, Target. That's like maybe? the most popular Target? one right now. No, weird. There's a lot of stuff. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Yeah, Checo. I, mean, I know I you got it's... some special stuff. Yeah. Sorry, David. Did you like finish anything off? Checo. Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah, got yeah. a managed to get us a Black Friday deal. <sighs> yes, yes, I did. But the two main ones I finally got. It's a nice, finally like a. It's a QLED TV. It's forty three inches. It's really nice and pretty how much was it to come uh it came down to 400 ish fuck i, I would have bought God that because my tv's failing i've been trying to replace it yeah i think the original price was like at least 850 or 900 so God yeah. damn. Ooh, for a QLED, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's worth it yeah. 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 yeah yeah to accompany that i was just jokingly asking the guy like hey uh by any chance got any uh ps5s there in the back because i didn't see any in stock and i was just you know joking while the guy was like trying to upsell me in the tv and he's like you know what actually we i think do. we have two left <laughs> two left in the back he's like let me go check though i'm just like oh. hyperventilating just waiting I'm like, come, on, come on come on doing circles and it's <laughs> happening comes out and it's like the the god of war edition i'm like did you hear I the music cried. while when it came out? He busted. I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> people were like were like lining up, like making a way, like you know, like a king just passing by. You're too busy down. going, oh. And this, <laughs> the salesman is like, boy, do you want this? <laughs> I felt like I was getting crowned at the end of the yes, aisle father. <laughs> I was like, yes, give it to me. Yeah, I went home right away, and whoo, man, I just been playing a shit ton of PS5 right now. Out of War looks amazing. <laughs> Download a lot of my other games, and they all have PS5. Good that you managed to get a PS5, Jonathan, uh, and play God Thank of you. War. You got a lot of exclusives yeah. to catch up on. Maybe you'll finally play Demon oh. Souls and stop being such a scrub. Now, oh. <laughs> for those that heard all those bumps coming in, and there were quite a bit of them, uh, Nick has just shown up. How'd the Argentina game go, Nick? You know what? I don't oh, want to hear it. I can see that smile on your face. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, I do. I'm going to hear about it later. It's inevitable. Yeah. So, how was your Thanksgiving? I mean, I can't complain. Had a lot of food. Ate some empanadas, you know, had some uh, pozole. It was, it was pretty good. Damn, that's what we were missing. Yeah, I mean, I had I had a little of everything on it. I'm not going to lie. You know, I even I went to work the next day, had some tamales. You know, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing everyone managed to enjoy this. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a quick catch-up. So, we did the our catching up in the beginning, so we're not going to do it at the end. It just kind of worked that way. So let's move on to the general topping. So last week's yes. general topping was your favorite piece of ambient music. Typically mm-hmm. in a game, because I don't really know if uh, movies can have it, but games usually have it more interesting and interactive, right? Yes. So I'm going to just throw a dart here and say, David, you go first. All right. <laughs> That's a good dart throw. So, the way we're going to do this is, uh, because we're going to do this a little differently, so the audience can also hear the song. Uh, We're going to name off the song we like to hear, and then we're going to take a small pause. You guys won't know about it, where as a group we listen to the song so we can kind of discuss it a little bit. And the audience will just hear the song in the background, so it won't matter. But anyways, what's the song, David? 
All right. So it's going to be deep space travel from the Stellaris soundtrack. Stellaris being and... that like 4X game? Is it 4X? It is or 4X RTS. game, yeah. Oh, okay. It's 4X. And it's lovingly, it's lovingly called the spreadsheet simulator, even <laughs> though it's, you know, so much more than that. I thought that was Eve. I mean, that one too. That one, I think more so, honestly. Okay. Well, let's take a hear at this. What's the song called again? Deep Space Travel. It should Deep be the second space one. Travel.
Alright, so we just listened to Deep Space Travel. What a vibe. David, what's going on when you play in the song in the game? I mean, to be fair, you're just exploring space. Finding anomalies, finding new worlds, finding new aliens. That's really the, the that's like the deep vibe that you get from whenever you're whenever this song is playing. It's usually like in the beginning of the game and you're just going out into the stars for the very first time and you don't know what's out there. There could be a Leviathan out there, there could be a friendly space you know, alien. There could be some unknowable entity hiding in a dark hole. You have no idea. I can see it's it's very like exploration uh, theme music. And I got three yep. vibes from this when I was uh, hearing it. Let me know if you guys uh, match any of them. I was immediately thinking of Mass Effect a bit. Yes, that's that's one of the first things. I was also thinking of Ratchet and Clank series. I can see it. And I was like, both games where you're exploring space. And yep. the last one, the one that really connected with me is uh, <laughs> going to like uh, Castle Park or Boomers to the laser tag area. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that's a good one. That's a that good one, one hit hard. Right? I was like, yes, I'm there with the pew pew, and they would never work, but this music would obviously be blasting. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having a good time. But yeah, like uh, it, yeah. There's, there's like several others, because there's like a whole like album full of like, I don't know, it was like 40 to 50 songs, and they all have like different vibes to them, but they're they're all really good, and they just kind of... I like what they do in game because in game they actually give you a pull down list of all the music and you can pick whatever song that you want and it'll play and it'll automatically shuffle the list for you. Oh, that's and, pretty nice. Yeah. The only other and game that I know that does that is like Smash Bros where you can just pick a song. Right. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's why I freaking love it. Cause like you can play, Oh, I want to listen to this song today while I'm, you know, taking over the galaxy or, I want to listen to this one because I'm exploring it. Yeah. You know. Well, I can see why it would be your favorite ambient song, specifically because you're just chilling, trying to explore space and whatnot, and this is going on in the background. Gives you that I'm a space captain kind of feeling. Yeah, exactly, which I kind of love it. Any comments from the right. other two? Check cool. That reminded me mm. of like a Tron mm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, uh, but I like it. more chill. Like in a discovery kind of thing too, kind of like Daft Punky Discovery. Yeah, it's got a, like a futuristic feel to it. Though. You know, obviously, in a sense, it's like a future exploration kind of you know thing. I mean, I I liked it a lot though. Like I would have put it on if I, I would was listen to this again. In fact, I kind of want to play Stellaris, even though that type of gameplay isn't really my thing. I would play it just for the music, honestly. I like what's oh, yeah. uh because like I've never played Stellaris before. Is it is it what kind of like um game is it? It's so called a 4X it's, game. David, could you t- explain yeah. what the 4Xs mean? It's expand, exploit, uh, what is it? It was, oh god, I can't remember exactly what it was. It's like expand, exploit, explore, and exterminate. That's what the 4Xs were. So is it kind of like civilization kind of in a way, you know, where... Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like civilization, it, maybe like a little bit more complicated, but it is very similar to You're civilization. Out conquering the galaxy, more or less. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it's like it's like a you know universe kind of thing, and uh, other than just you know being a whole. But yeah, I I, I get what you're saying. It's good vibe. Sounds kind of fun. Good vibe. Listen to that again later. All right. Oh yeah. So once more, David. What was the name of that song? It's called a uh, deep space exploration. What a fitting name. Now, any volunteers for the next one? I mean, I can go next if you guys want. All right, Nico. What song did you pick for ambient traveling? 
I picked. I mean, I didn't really have too many, but I picked uh, Song of Storms um, from, uh, you know, Legend of Zelda. You know, I'm pretty sure you recognize it. <laughs> I do. Um, in, in case it's, some uh, people haven't played it, no childhood. Let's play it so we can see, <laughs> so we can see what it is. So I'm hearing this right now. Here we go. First For a time minute, here. I was going to be like, that's not ambient, but it is in the windmill. It specifically plays in the windmill as an ambient song. <laughs> so... You get away with it, you sneak. It's the best song. <laughs> it is a Come great on. song. It is a great song. <laughs> Thank you. 
Alright, so we just got back from listening Song of Storms from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I noticed you picked the right song uh, because it was the actual... Because, like, I saw Song of Storms and I'm like, oh, he's going to pick the one where he's playing on Ocarina. No, it's straight up the one in the windmill. Appropriate. Someone did their homework. Works. <laughs> so what you like about it, Nick? I mean, how can you not like it? everything about it? It's perfect, you know? But uh, honestly, like, it, it's just, you know, it's it's a good song. Um... The reason I got back into, like, you know, just listening to all this uh, ambient music, though, is, um, I mean, I don't know if you guys have uh, heard about the, the um, on Spotify, though, but um, it's um, Michael or Mikkel. I don't really know how to, but it's M-I-C or M-I-K-E-L. Um, that's how you spell his uh, his name, I guess, or whatever, or Game Chop or whatever on Spotify. You just look it up and it, it like it comes up with, like a bunch of like... Um, just like remixes of uh ambient music you know kind of like uh for like games and stuff you know like uh there's like a super smash brothers one there's a there's a legend of zelda there's a pokemon one um but it's really good music but like that's why it got me back into like just like listening to all this like you know background music basically of all these different games you know yeah there's even a metroid one too it's pretty good um but yeah no it's it's uh, definitely one of those uh songs that definitely stuck with me for a while you know, it's interesting because this song, I remember when I first heard it back as a kid, it's in the windmill and the windmill has a spinning platform. And the vibe of the song I got kind of makes me like just hearing it is like a slow, slow madness with the repetition as, as it goes. I start feeling <laughs> I start feeling kind of like dizzy just hearing it. And in game while you're going in a circle, it's like it's a visual representation of what's going on in your head. And then spoilers for an old game. Sorry, check No childhood, you, you miss out on this opportunity. But when you play the Song of Storms, at some point when you learn how to play it on your ocarina, the windmill starts going super fast, and the song tempo starts picking up to match the speed. And uh, I I don't know, that was really crazy to me as a kid. He's like, oh, wow, my actions have consequences? And that one guy who's like, it's going too fast! It's great. It's great. Oh, God, I love that game. Yeah. Simple song, but great, great. Uh, it's it's just a great song. I mean, it. I feel like you get all the good like music, or at least all the good background music from all those older games. You know, like they don't really do it perfectly anymore. You know? Yes, I mean some games still do really good, but it's when a lot of the the music was just so good and it still stands out so much. It's easy to remember it. Like the song I'm gonna list is one that I'll probably remember for some time. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> But uh, I don't want to say it next because I'm shy. Checo, you're next. Ooh. Ooh. Don't the bus. Dang. Damn. All right. Oh, the game or ambient music. I picked. First, though, I actually want to give a shout out. But I didn't want to pick this one because I never played the game. Or I did play the game, but I never got into it. It's the Minecraft music. I love that. as ambient music. Actually, would listen to it a lot of it, but never really played the game. I was gonna mention that honestly, because like it's really good. Yeah, it really like, it's good. one of those like you don't even have to play the game. You can just. So like, I'm saying, like, like I don't play the game you know? that much, but I've had it in my playlist, and every once in a while, I'll just jump on it and like I no, listen yeah, to I it. Can definitely, yeah, since I, I never played that. the game really or never got into it, I can't really. I associate that music with a specific time of my life that was kind of like a not a highlight, if you will. The song itself is pretty melancholic, so I'm like, it kind of fits, but uh, whenever I play mm-hmm. the game and I start hearing it, it's like, oh, I made myself sad. 
<laughs> it does. It does have that. It actually does have those the feelings. Depression so, mode. Like, like, man, the piano yeah, like, gets darker and yeah. like deeper. I'm like, no, man, I'm not ready for this, bro. I don't want to remember these things. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, why I didn't I pick Minecraft. I still love. I, I still love it, but yeah, I get it. Oh. So but what's the song then? Is from Red Dead Redemption Two. Ooh. Outlaws from the West. Outlaws from the West. And it's pretty close to the beginning of the game. It's actually in chapter one. You know, I totally forgot about that game, but like it does have pretty good, like, you know, ambient Bunch music. music. It has great Everywhere stuff. Everywhere you yeah. go, it's like a lot of different stuff. Campfires, even when yeah. you start doing missions or just like with a partner or like with the homie doing some stuff. There's always it's good fantastic, music. Yeah. Outlaws from the West is from the beginning and it just hypes you up. It lets you know what the game's going to bring forward. Like, what kind of. It kind of prepares you for that. And I think it's a perfect start okay. to the game almost.
So we should listen to Allies from the West. Uh, damn. Yeah. That's a great song. Seriously. That's a great <laughs> chill yeah. song. Yep, yep. And you just left us all in the dust. Like, fuck. It's a little bit of everything in there. It's a chill. It's an epic. It's just telling a story, too. I just, just get like... the vibe of like, hey, we're going to go rob a bank, get everything ready. You're... It's like the it's song is that they're getting yeah, ready to uh, go do it. It's a build up. Yeah. To, yeah, it's a build up to something Fantastic. crazy. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, really I swear, like it. it reminds me of like uh, like all the times that I would be watching Westerns with my dad. Yeah. All well, the fun- times with it. But I love it. What's funny, it's like it's called Outlaws from the West, so it's supposed to be about the bad guys, but it could just as easily apply to like good guys going to clear out some bandits. Oh. Hey, you know, oh, Outlaws yeah. had to be rebels that had to fight against laws that, you know, weren't right sometimes. So True. Did yeah, a fucking crazy job on that game though, like it, because like the whole just, album, just the, just the sound, yeah, or just the music, oh, like it, it already brings you into great. the fucking game, yeah. yeah, it's perfect, yeah. But this song comes out pretty early in the game, is in chapter one. Uh, I think the mission is called Culture. It's almost Culture. like a heist too. Culture, yeah, it's leading up to like a heist. Still like in the snow area, but you're traveling, you're in your horses, and as soon as you start getting closer to where the mission area is, this music starts kicking in. And it just lets you know, oh, it's about to get down. So is it the one where this. they take on like the uh, the big rival gang. gang? Yeah, that big gang. Pretty yeah, early. yeah, in like the like well, the mining area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool. See, yeah, that you're just fighting in the that. snow. It's yeah, pretty cool. With the sniper. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You have your, team, your buddies that, going yeah. up ah, and shit. Yeah, yeah that's so good. Great song. Great song. But yeah, it reminds me of great Wild West song, uh, building up to a big moment going on in this place as you're fighting your way to try to get Cole Mudrescal in this game. Yeah, and I'm telling you, you can just listen to this any time of the day, any time you just feel like this could be your hype song. Like, fuck, I need to do something. You're you're trying to fuck shit up. You put this thing on. You put this on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn, I don't want to wash my car. And what? Let me put this on. You walk into the grocery store. You know, you put this on. (laughs) (laughs) Great song. Great song. So once more, that was Outlaws from the West. The West. Just don't rob anyone. Red Dead Redemption Two. It's like it, it, it gave me like memories of like Fallout New Vegas. So that's like, hard as shit to follow uh, up. Not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> they, no, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm the music guy. Sometimes, Taste so you, you put me last. They're all great songs. Uh, Stellaris uh, yeah. is fantastic. Song of Storms is iconic, and this one's just they're all different vibes too. Exactly, cool. mine is very different from all your vibes. <laughs> Let's listen to it. Look, what I'm just it? saying it's good, okay? I mean, it's not the same. Setting himself up. <laughs> uh, whatever, man. My, the song I picked is called From Past to Present. It's from Skyrim. Okay. So let's take a listen.
that was from past to present from Skyrim. I had a hard time choosing between this one and Secundus. Secundus is my second favorite. It's so hard to choose, but that one's more like uh, ethereal, studying magic vibes. But this one, at least when I played it, you all can tell me how you felt when you first heard it. When I played it, I distinctly remember I was climbing the mountains, the Bleak Falls Barrow. And I got to the giant, like, the ruins and saw all the crumbling stone, fought some bandits. This is after I had already gone to Whiterun, though, because so, I did Bleak Falls Barrow late. So I climb up Bleak Falls Barrow. And as you're climbing the snowy mountain and there's snow going by, in the distance, you just hear a dragon roaring by as the song's, like, picking up. And it just gave me the, like this adventure vibe, you know? Everything around me is ancient. And, uh, I don't know, I like it. It's like, I remember when I was playing Skyrim and I'm, like, hearing this song, I was just, like, basically wandering up and down the roads of Skyrim, just kind of like, you know what, I'm not going to use fast travel today. I'm just going to yeah. walk everywhere. And just, like, enjoying the scenery and just enjoying what, you know, will come of your adventure. And it's just like, I, I like it. You're discovering all these great sights and hidden little secrets and whatnot as this song is playing in the background. It's exactly. Just, it's yeah, really no, I'm, I'm the same way, yeah. Like, I, I had the same experience you know it's like that that song comes on you know especially when you're exploring it's it's really nice um definitely the perfect like background music yeah i think the only one that hasn't played this is probably checker yeah <laughs> he's missing out yeah, yeah. Really i like is. the song yeah really i definitely is. like especially that little harp solo pretty magical song i can see it just being in the background exploring some kind of in know, a word dance. i think majestic or ancient majesty basically yeah Definitely yeah. ancient magic. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love this song. And Secundus. Maybe one day I'll play Secundus for you guys. Uh, check out you who haven't heard it, but it's very think magic. But uh, that has been our general topics. Quite the list, quite the variance. None of us picked anything cool, remotely man. close to each other, so that was cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we got some cyberpunkish neon stuff. We got some old space school. I'm like, cyberpunk. Nah, 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 nah. He's like, you're already insulting my shit, bro. Or sci fi. That's cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's more like. That's more cyberpunk. My bad. You're right. Yeah, good interpretation. I knew exactly what song you were playing there. I guess. Track number seven. Track number seven. Right off cyberpunk. Track number seven off the list. All right, got it. Okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah, general toppings. Good shit. Good shit. Now let's talk about our categories, right? Um, I actually don't know which one goes first because I don't pay attention to this shit. So we're gonna random. Whoever wants to volunteer. Random. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to volunteer? I can um, go first if you want. All right. Damn, Nico being active. His team right. wins, and he's suddenly who excited. Who is this? Yeah. Who is this guy? Fucking yeah, asshole. Don't... I wasn't even cheering for Argentina, but they won anyway. So he's like, my shirt on. Argentina's shirt on. He's put it after, you know. Dude, I don't even like um fucking Argentina on his chest. Doing white face. Well, look at like, come on. How am I not supposed to rock for them? Come on. Whatever. Gonna get a messy tattoo later. All right. Settle down. What's your category? All right. So I am picking, um, it's a weird, not like, a, like, it's a show that I just got into really. Um, but it's called, uh, like it's called uh, ranking of Kings or King ranking. Um, I really don't know how to, like, I, I don't know how to say it in, uh, in Japanese. Oh, okay. I think it's, I think Is it's it an Osama anime? ranking. Is it an anime? 
Yeah, it's an anime. Obviously. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was like a History Channel thing. I was like, okay, that would be you cool. You can talk about that if you want. This, this <laughs> <is a show. laughs> uh, technically, yeah, no, but it, it's uh, it's an anime. Um, it's called uh, yeah, it's called Ranking of Kings. Um, but it's uh, I guess in, in Japanese, it's Osama Kings. It's not a bad show. It's uh, definitely not like one of those shows that I usually go for. You know, like I I, I don't know, like I, I I guess like you could consider me a little bit snobby you know with like (laughs) animation well well, what's it about (laughs) (laughs) so it's about like it's about this one um so i mean you can kind of like tell by the uh the name in a way you know it's uh the ranking of kings in a way um but it's about like this one uh so it's like this one kid i guess it's um a child he he gets uh he was born basically um for he he's like the heir of a, of a throne you know so it's like he's gonna be king eventually but he was born um basically deaf and and mute so he doesn't know how to like speak or or like hear anything so he's a bit like you know i don't know he he's set back a lot you know obviously that and everybody suck. like expects him you know to be like a crazy ass like king you know because his dad is like super strong and all that his dad is like a the king, obviously. He's he's right. like a, a beast, you know. But anyways, he was born mute and deaf, so it's like he has to he struggles a lot. Um, but he's he yeah he he it, eventually you know you you kind of like you know you you really like the the character. Anyways, okay. uh, I haven't really watched. I think I've gotten like eight episodes in, you know. So it's like I haven't watched the whole series yet. So like I like I. I can't even spoil it for you. Well, really... in these eight episodes, <laughs> what's the driving plot? Like, what's the purpose? The driving plot is. I mean, I watch this. I've heard I it seems familiar. Should. I feel like I've at it's, least. Heard it, it's it. a good show. I really like it. And okay. Honestly, like I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I I got not emotional, but like I did get like okay. pretty into no, it, like good. to the point where, like it 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 drives you pretty good into it. Like you you feel really good. Like you feel really connected to like the the main character really because like again it's like he's he's like basically being like looked down on by oh, yeah, everybody sure he has in his high life, you know? pressure if his dad's the king and he's born with a disadvantage like that exactly that but like the thing is about this show is like it, it weirdly gets like dark really fast like into the show like it it turns like a whole different like i don't know how to explain it but like it completely goes a whole different direction as soon as like like maybe maybe like four or five episodes in you're like okay this is a whole different like show like it's weirdly like dark honestly like because like you at first you like you get into it and you're like okay it's a it's a, one of those feel-good shows you know where you're like okay the good the character gets you know he he becomes like a, a hero in in the end you know but you know as soon as you get into it like it, it gets uh it gets kind of dark you know and you you start to like <laughs> really see how like other people like act you know in real life you know kind of like about obsession and like drama with politics and kind of like power and stuff like that in a way yes but like i mean that's that's usually with with all these shows like where it's like you know there's like a hierarchy you know like that's usually what it is you know it's like there's a there's a power struggle um but like with this show obviously there's that power struggle you know where it's like you know there's but like they're they're, they also put in a bunch of other things you know it's definitely worth watching um is this the like yeah, Game of Thrones of anime? Kind of, yeah. In a way, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a little bit different, but um, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's got that yeah. kind of feel you too. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's got that feel though, like where it's like, yeah, Game of Thrones, you know, where um, you know, everybody's trying to kill each other, you know, and all that. You can do way of. worse things in anime. Well, there you go. Anime's Game of Thrones of anime, if that's your appealing <laughs> point. 
Well, yeah, no, honestly, yeah. Of, I mean, if 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 you're gonna put Game of Thrones into anime, uh, you can't you you just you know tur- turn off all the fucking filters, you know, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> anime, okay. yeah, you can get away with anything. Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm waiting for. But yeah, definitely worth uh, checking out. So what's it called again? It's called uh, Ranking of Kings in uh, in English. Um, but in, in Japanese, it's just called Osama Rankings. Osama Rankings. All right, then. Ranking of yeah. Kings, an anime for the people. Yeah. Next for up, people. who, uh, David? Right. I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. You got me <laughs> off guard last time. Now I'm actually on guard. On guard? Yeah. <laughs> so last week I talked about a book, and like I said, I like to jump back and forth between a comic book and then a book next week, blah, blah, blah. You know how I do. So this week I'm doing a comic book. As always, I'm not going to talk about a superhero because I'm not here to talk about those superhero comic books. Everyone knows them. So I'm going to do something else, as always. <laughs> this comic book is uh, it's a little different. It's, it's weirdly it's really good, but kind of dark. I'm talking about homesick pilots. I don't know if you guys probably not heard too much about it. It's an Image Comics uh, creation. It's actually written by Dan Waters, who also wrote the DC's Lucifer, a lot of it. And the art is by Casper, I'm going to butcher that, Winknard. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. He worked on a lot of the Star Wars comics and drew a lot of that stuff. So if you like that art, you're going to like this one. Really cool art. Uh, the takes place in the 1990s so it has a lot of the 90s like uh like what was going on the you know the lifestyle that they were living back in the day yeah, so it takes place in that time and it's about a group of friends who's like and they're in a, like punk band they're trying to you know make it big uh they're all kind of just like you know like losers but you know like those people that don't really fit in too much so they they they're friends and eventually they, there's this other punk band in their school they're like trying to be better than them so there's this house in their town that's nobody goes there because it's haunted it has all these rumors about people dying or killings and stuff and one of the members is like hey you know what let's have a concert at that house and people are going to be crazy about it because you know punk we're so badass so they decide to do that and they go check it out they start setting up as they're there uh, i believe she her name's amy uh the house kind of takes amy and she disappears. Oof. The rest of the members are like, oh shit, what happened? She's dead, probably. Uh, they leave. Months, hap- months pass by later. Find out that Amy is technically kind of alive, but not really. She became part of the house. Now is a ghost kind of weird thing. The house is alive in a way. A lot of people who have died is because the house has been taking the people. It's is a collection this just of like, monster house in anime. In a way, in a way, kind of yeah. That's a good comparison. Okay, think of monster house, but more for like adults and teens, I guess. Okay. You know? uh, I, that was already kind of brutal. Yeah, yeah. more brutal. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, dude, you don't even know. Eventually, the house starts sending the Amy to go on task around you know town to go find like. Items from the house that were taken by people. So the house is not complete yet. And he's like these parts. She's on say, fetch quest. Sorry, I thought you were going to say the house sends Amy out to get people to lure them in. I was like, that sounds an awful like, like our uh, recent D&D. Uh, I would be. I think there's times where the house, it knows it, it doesn't want to kill people. It only wants to kill people that comes into their house. Mm, okay. Like disturb it, you know. 
But there's people who have come and taken things from the house, so it's not gotcha. complete. Eventually, she does manage to get most of the things that are missing or from the house. Uh, when there's another threat out there, because there's other houses and other things are possessed by you know demons and ghosts. Eventually, towards the end of the book, I'll just say this: there's a mech fight where the house just turns into like a giant mech, like <laughs> with the girl, and then there's a monster that comes out of the yeah, ocean. Yeah, that that sounds pretty fucking. Yeah, good. That was pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's how I imagined it when I was reading it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, so the yeah, the monster the house turns into like a giant mech monster sometimes and protects like to defend itself because I guess there's monsters or there's things that are trying to destroy the house. And yeah, there's a lot of fight scenes like fight? that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I did forget to mention that the other band, uh the Amy's band was competing against, they also came through the house one day. The house actually killed all of them, except Dang. for one girl who managed to escape. She has this revenge plot to kill the house too. It's a whole thing. Kill it's the house. Ridic- it's yeah, so it's pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. So yeah. this is like a arson. <laughs> <laughs> and then the government gets involved, but there's like a section of the government that's secret that they know about houses that turn like into like yeah, it's a whole thing. It's pretty ridiculous. It's like there's more than one of these fucking houses. Yeah, exactly, bro. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It gives me like that whole Scott Pilgrim vibe, you know, like oh, with the battle <laughs> bands. It does yeah. have that it does have that vibe actually because there's a lot of music yeah and stuff like that when they had to like battle it out sometimes there's like music and shit in the Basically. background while they're playing sounds very interesting the art style is amazing because they only use three color palettes throughout all the all the whole comics it's like blue pink and purple all Damn. the panels are almost just yeah almost like mix matching with those three colors but they make it work so good what's the name of the company that makes the comics image comics image comics they're the ones who did Saga. Must have, been, must have been some tough times at Image Comics if they could only afford three colors. <laughs> yeah, they did. They really, they really stuck to that. Look, you know, we got but... these three pencils. You're going to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the other colors, but, you know, we just really like them. I think it's, they're using that to kind of keep with the theme of, like, you know, just, like, mm. a little dark and, like, ambient or, like, you know, evil in a way. But it's still okay. colorful. Uh, very colorful panels. Very cool art. I'm like I said, it's almost like an anime in comics, but it's pretty. I believe ridiculous. that's called the manga. Yeah, this should have been. A... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my uh, my recommendation this week. Go check out Homesick Pilots. If you kind of like, uh, you know, '90s stuff, uh, you know, not like Stephen King vibes, but with anime and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm. A, uh, that's where I'll leave it at. Sounds fun. I want to check it out. Say the name one more time. I want to hear it. A homesick Pilots. Right now, there's three volumes. It's an ongoing series. Literally, once you read that first volume, you're going to be hooked. And is you know, Homesick Pilots the name of the band? Uh, Yeah, it is, actually. Okay, because you didn't mention a single plane, so I was confused. Yeah, no. That's the name <laughs> of the comic, but that's also the name of the band that she's okay. in. Okay. Cool. Homesick, uh, homesick Pilots. Yeah, that's a yeah. cool band name too. If anything, yeah, I would have seen that. I mean, that seems like a shout out too, in a way. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, great. Uh, I might check it out at some point. So thanks for the recommendation. I will go next, just because. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> so I've been playing some go games. I recently played God of War. Finished it. Ragnarok. Fantastic game. Beat it I 50 hours. Got it too, just recently. <laughs> great game. Then you'll like the advice I'm going to give you. So I beat the game. Fifty hours. Platinum did, did all the hard fights, and the hardest fight in this game is harder than the one in 2018, which I didn't think could happen. But that shit was hard. But uh, overall, great game. But I did learn something recently that I was like, 
Uh, it was one of my main complaints with the game. And I was pretty annoyed that I learned about it so late. Because as it turns out, the game doesn't really tell you about it. At all. Like, oh. it, it shows it on the screen. Like, thinking back on it, it showed it on the screen. But there was, like, what is this? There's no tutorial, no nothing. It just doesn't tell you. Um, Just so you know, there is a transmog system in the game. You oh. can make your best armor look however you want. Bruh. And my main complaint is I didn't like the armor system because so often I'd get really cool looking armors that were weak as shit. So I never wore them or I'd be like, hey, I, f I found the build I want to do. I'm only ever going to wear this armor because this is my build. And then you keep unlocking more armors, but you're like, that looks cool, but I'm not going to use you. Right. So that was a complaint because there are all these like to make this armor, you have to do the super difficult task. Kill these super difficult enemies. All right, I did all that. Then you get the armor, you're like, looks cool, but I'm not going to use it. Uh, so that was a big complaint of mine. Uh, no, there is transmog. So to get transmog, and for you listeners out there who are playing God of War, uh, you have to fully upgrade the armor that you're wearing <laughs> to level 9 or whatever. And then on the screen, the, uh, it'll suddenly appear that says edit appearance. A square. Square button. Go. You hit the square button, then you can select from the list of whatever you want. Make it that. Damn. I didn't. I didn't mm. actually make anything to level level nine until like pretty mid to late game, so I wasn't paying attention to that shit. Because by that point, I had it set in my mind that there was no transmog system. Well, you know, they fucking tell you in the beginning. <laughs> they don't. There is not a mention of it. So yeah, I was pretty pissed to learn about that recently. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, we got a fantastic game. Good, good to know. Thanks. I I can see it being game of the year. I still think Elden Ring should win because that game innovated more for its yeah. genre than anything. But yeah. uh, as far as story goes, ah, loved it. I'm de I'm definitely very into it. And you know me, I, once I like play a game, I'll like give it a couple hours, and I'm like, if I'm not into it, I, I think you can have an opinion check. Honestly, considering you haven't even played Elden Ring. <laughs> So. What? Hey, you know what? it was on sale. And I was almost saying. gonna get it. <laughs> almost gonna get it. It's like the most like, accessible of the Souls games. That if you get one, it should be that. I one. am. Oh, you also remember that you can play with other friends, right? So you guys can yeah, just cool. do the fighting for me. I'll just watch you oh, guys. You I'm fucking like, Yo. coward! But yes, we could. Yo, I don't think you can have an opinion. <laughs> there you go. I might. Okay. I'll do it. I'll, if it's on the PS5, yeah, I'll do it. It is. That's how I played it. Yes, it's on the PS5. Anyways. <laughs> if you want to borrow it, I have a physical copy. But then you wouldn't get my help, so you know. Uh, deal you with that. Get your help. How are you gonna kill those guys with me? <laughs> you can have Nick do it. <laughs> Anyways, Nick sucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's not denying it. So God of War, <laughs> I beat it, and then I went to go try to play Bayonetta three. For whatever reason, I can't. Like it's just not ripping me. You know, it's not a bad game. It's a fun game. It plays well. But I was talking to my other friend Nick about this. I think it's the fact that the story and enemies don't really, like, do anything for me. Because in the first game, I mentioned last time, that you fight against angels. And then in the second game, you fight against angels and demons. And you kind of get this whole thing from them regarding the, their circles, what they represent in their circle. Like, what for angels, you have valiance and fortitude and joy. Those are different angel names and whatnot. And you're like, okay, that's angelic shit. Then you get the demons, which is, like, greed gluttony sloth that kind of shit okay that represents the 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 seven evil sins seven yeah right deadly sins. seven deadly sins yeah. and then in this game they do this thing where it's like man-made homunculus so it's like it's a custom thing nothing religious about it which is fine but then you get like big cool looking designs that come up and they're like my name is cumulus and their description is like a heavy artificial platform and it's like 
Huh? That what? That does nothing for me. It's just you're just a thing that some guy made in a laboratory. I don't care. So it hasn't gripped me in that way. And I keep trying to go back and play it because it is fun. It is fun. I like the characters for the most part. And I like the combat, but I just can't seem to keep playing it, you know? So realistically, what's going to end up happening is I'm going to have to restart the whole game and just do it in one sitting. Yeah. But uh, that's just how it's got to be. Was... <laughs> I, I can't I do, do the thing because the, the, the more I take time to do it, yeah. the more I'm going to forget the story. And I, I will not play games that are story-based if I don't remember the story. I, I just can't for do me... Me, I don't know. Like, I still have not been Horizon, but I'm okay with that because every time I jump on it, it's almost like a new chapter got introduced or like a new, almost not DLC, but you know, like it got. Couldn't be me. me. Couldn't be me because I want to know what the previous stakes I had just done, how they matter to what's going in the future. And if I don't remember them, I'm like, why am I doing this? That's just the way I I do things. And since I have such shitty memory, like if I if I start an RPG and I stop playing, I come back to it. It's like, I don't know what I was doing. You might as well restart the that, whole game over. Exactly. You know what's weird? I saw this, like, I don't know, this is getting a little off topic, but Very. I saw this, I know, Keep going. this research thing where they did for people who were playing video games and people who completed them, they don't remember the story as much uh, as to other people who, like, let them play, but then, like, they stop them halfway. They're like, okay, we're going to stop you there. And then they're like, what well, I want to finish. They're like, we're going we're gonna to give it a, a week or so. And they would, like, ask them after a week. Well, they would let them finish it after a week and finish playing it, and they would give them another week, and they would ask the people like who first played it and beat it right away. Oh, like, do you remember the story? Do you remember this? Do you remember that? And they're like, compared to the people who like played half of it, then waited, and then came back and pl- finished it, they're like, do you remember this? Like, oh no, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like anticipating that. What you know, how I could do this, or like, oh yeah, I remember the last thing I did because of this. So, some people, I guess, it just works better that way. It wasn't always that way. When I was younger, I had I really didn't have much of an issue there, but. You know, recently I've had more memory issues, so it's like, if I I still like enjoy playing yeah. video games, but the story has always been very important for me. So it's like, if I'm gonna yeah. do it, I gotta keep doing it. I'm guessing Which, it's like that. Like when you start a movie, you need to finish it. Exactly. Like, if I stop a movie, I I'm not gonna do it. Okay. I I noticed that shit with the like I just uh I like I just started the new God of War, mm-hmm. and they put a recap, which is the, so useful. <laughs> it's nice because like the game, the last game came out. Four years ago, yeah, <laughs> like how you're supposed to fucking remember. So that's fantastic. I rem- I, you guys remember shit? I Man, wish. I, I really. I swear, like I feel like I have a bad memory, bro. But I don't know why I can remember. Four all years ago, dude. Things. Come on. I wish I, I had known. I remember all those little details. I wish I had known about the recap coming in God of War Ragnarok because I would have just not <laughs> played 2018. Played. I would have just waited. But no, I replayed the nice. whole fucking game just for Ragnarok. <laughs> I played the whole series. I replayed the whole series for Ragnarok. So weird, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was like gonna play, but I'm like, wait, what do I need to play this? I remember I didn't remember anything that's gonna happen. Oh, I'm like, man. what do I need this? So yeah, it's a little oh, uh glimpse into my I, life I, when I did like I like the the fact that they put a recap. Oh, it's very nice. So when my friends it's, are like, damn it's, it's... bro, you did ten hours of this game that just came out because like when I stop, I'm not gonna remember. I don't wanna do these ten hours again, dude. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Point is, but yeah. Bayonetta, I'm probably going to have to restart because at this point, the, the story is starting to fade. I don't know what the purpose is. I'm starting to forget. But that's not even the game I'm talking about. I'm so distracted. <laughs> got so into that one. <laughs> um, All right. I recently went back because I have a bad habit of buying stuff and then never finishing it. Okay. Uh, one game that I bought and played a lot of it on the Wii U. It came out on the Wii U and it came out on the Switch recently. What? I think it's on all platforms. On the Wii U, it was a Kickstarter game 
And part of the Kickstarter promises were like some DLC, free DLC. And it was going to be three campaigns in a multiplayer mode. Some people out there might already know what I'm talking about. So on the, on the Wii U, they did come out with two of the campaigns, right? But they didn't finish the multiplayer mode and they didn't finish the third campaign. Then they re-released the game on the Switch with the, fourth, or the third campaign and the multiplayer mode. But at that point, they're like, hey, we have to, you know, cost has gone up. You guys have to pay for the separate one. I don't think the Wii U got the last campaign. I don't think so, which is why I haven't busted out my old copy. But I bought the, the Switch version. I played the OG2 uh, campaigns before, but I never finished that last campaign that I was waiting years to play. I never played it. So, on topic with what I just discussed about having to replay shit because I don't remember the story, I replayed all four campaigns of Shovel Knight. Uh, I played oh, Shovel Knight. That's what I saw you playing it. Okay. Shovel of Hope. I then I played. Saw that shit too. <laughs> I played Shovel Knight, Shovel of Hope, then Shovel Knight, Plague of Shadows, then Spectre of Torment, finishing it off with King of Cards, which was the campaign I had never played. So I'm going to talk more about King of uh, Cards. Uh, fantastic game overall. Who here has played Shovel Knight? I have. David has played Shovel Knight. You guys haven't. You're missing out. I really want to, and I'm gonna lie. Like I, I it's, it's on my As, list. But... It's an indie darling. Like it's one of the be- better games out there, in my opinion. It's like it's a, a really fantastic platform. Yeah, no, I, I know it is, but like that's the thing. It's just I haven't gotten to it. I, I get know. it. And the treasure trove, uh, which it, what comes with all of it, is a pretty good price. Like when I got it, uh, it was a discount for people who had because of the king of cards. They're like, we have to sell it now. But on the switch, if you buy it early, you get it super cheap. I think it was like ten or fifteen dollars before they raised it to twenty five. But uh, King of Cards, you're playing as King Knight, which is one of the villains of the original game. And it's basically a prequel. And he, King Knight himself, is basically a jerk. He's a total jerk. He wants to be a king. He's not actually a king. But he bases his whole personality about being royal. And how can he be a king in a place that already has established kingdoms? Well, there's a card game. And if he wins the card tournament, he becomes King of Cards. So he's like, fuck it. We Yu-Gi-Oh in this bitch. So you're going around fighting enemies in a platformer, fighting bosses, but you're also collecting cards so you can actually have a card game versus enemies and go through a small racket tournament in the different cities. It's so weird because as you're going around, you're, po- you're like fighting enemies and doing, you know, platforming shit with King Knight, who handles differently than Shovel Knight. So each campaign, even though they're different characters, they all play different. So there is variety in them. And they're all different lengths. But it is weird going around fighting uh, these bosses in the different stages and then go into the local inn and just dueling, you know? But uh, what I love about Shovel Knight in general, King of Cards was a fantastic game. I like the ending. King Knight himself is a total jerk. But it's a prequel, right? How else is he going to be part of the villains in the, in the OG game? But if you haven't played Shovel Knight, things you're missing out on. Probably one of the better platformers out there. Specifically 2D, fantastic. Like, if any uh, top 10 list for platformers, specifically indie platformers, I'm pretty sure Shovel Knight will be on there. Secondly, I think a couple awards too. For sure. The, the music. Oh, it's so good. I could have put almost any track from Shovel Knight on the ambient music uh, topping from today, and it would have fit. I'm like, all of it just slaps. Utter so hard. bangers. All of them. Every single one. Even the one in the basic village? Banger. Yep. Yep. Well, he's taking a shit in the toilet? Banger. Yeah, whole time. But yeah, plenty of content. Uh, as far as, since Checo cares so much about time, the original campaign took me about six hours to beat. Much. 
too much. Oh my god. <laughs> Says the I dude mean... that's excited to replay Witcher. Right? Can't like, wait. Considering your other games, I feel like it would take you three hours. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Speedrun? Well, I completed it. So if you just don't care about that and want to go around and, you know, just play the game, it'll probably take you less. Maybe four four hours. Okay. But yeah, it's pretty short. It's still very enjoyable. Some some levels, like, it's not an easy platformer. It gets challenging. So if you're an utter dog shit at platformers, good luck. Specifically Propeller Knight. Still my least favorite platforms uh, in any, almost anything. Because, like, they're not even hard the way Celeste is supposed to be. It's just annoying. Uh, Don't even remind me of Celeste. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas Celeste is, like, they're purposefully um, hard. This one was just annoying. And I was like, man, at one point I'm like, Mm. who made this level? Did I find them? But, But, um, anyways, so six hours for Shovel Knight. And then the other ones were all roughly around 12 hours. I think King Knight was 15. My favorite campaign from the Shovel Knight uh, campaigns I did was Spectre Knight because the story was actually pretty interesting. Whereas the other ones, which are, like, the Spectre Torment and King of Cards were all prequels that you could play that leads up into Shovel Knight. The other one was an alternate quest where basically you just play a different guy who's doing his own thing. They're all fantastic. I can't gush more about them. But they're all not, uh, they're all very different, so I can't talk about them in that way because then we'd be here forever. The last thing I want to mention is that the game came out with a multiplayer mode that I never played because I didn't think that I'd care much about it. But I decided, you know what? I'm already playing these four campaigns. I'll give it a shot. It's basically like um, the multiplayer itself was pretty fun. Each character handles differently. And there's actually a story mode where you kind of play like those arcade Mortal Kombat things where you're fighting towards the end of the, the, the ladder, or in this case, the row. When you get to the end, there's like a story bit for the character you play. And there's a fuck ton of unlockables. And I actually spent last night, I was up to like 2 a.m. just doing shit to unlock new characters, new stages, new color palettes. Like it, it, it gets me that that itch in me of just unlocking shit by playing the game and doing cool stuff. Achievements there. Yeah, like some of the fucking things are like, uh, kill someone by knocking them into lava by tripping into them, and it's like, how do I set that up? And then I spend like half an hour <laughs> setting that shit up. Uh, I'm rambling at this point, but I'm just gushing about Shovel Knight. Uh, I took a long time to play King of Cards, but I'm glad I finally got around to it because it was fantastic. I didn't even collect all the cards. And especially the final, like, the hidden boss with the card thing, if, if, you, if those who have, have not played it or have played it but don't know, there is a hidden boss if you beat all the card champions. Bitch was hard as shit, but I beat her. Beat her. But yeah, Shovel Knight. I highly recommend it to anybody who likes platformers. Anybody, or even just good music. Like, in, honestly, even if you don't like platformers, go download the, uh, the Shovel Knight OST on your Spotify or whatever. Maybe that's how I'll get into it. I'll listen to the album first, and I'm like, okay, I can, I can see. It slaps. Okay, it, it really does. Okay, I'm winded. <laughs> what was the game again? One last time. Oh, okay. You named like three at least. That's it's why. Shovel Knight <laughs> Treasure Trove. That's the name of the game. Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. But there's four, like five campaigns, so just exactly. buy Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. I don't even think you can buy the the other ones individually anymore. No, I don't think so. Oh, I and it's, it's on Treasure Trove. It's on every platform. Like, it's on mm. Steam, on PS5, mm. whatever. Oh, one last thing. There's these, like, uh, side enemies in the campaign, like Shovel Knight. There's these special characters that show up, kind of like wandering enemies. As you're moving around the map, you'll meet them. And when you clash into them, you have a boss fight with them, right? On the PS5, there is a unique encounter. I don't know if you guys want me to spoil it or not. It'll only happen if you're playing on the PS4 version. That one of the unique encounters is you fight Kratos. 
Yeah. Now you got, now you got our attention. Yeah, I've never done <laughs> it because I don't have the PS4 one. But yeah, 2D but Kratos has... fights Shovel Knight. <laughs> never done it. Uh, I've always wanted to. Blood. But there you go. Right if you do buy it, <laughs> oh, if you do buy awesome. it, buy, <laughs> buy it on PlayStation because there was some slowdown, like frame drops in the Switch version, which is kind of lame. But uh, I feel like the PlayStation one might be more stable. But yeah, Shovel Knight. Oh, just play it. It's only like, PS4, you said? Or it's not PS5? Well, well, I mean, you can play it on the PS5, but it released on the oh, PS4. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Just PlayStation. Exactly. Okay. Same thing with Xbox. But yeah, Shovel Knight. All right, closing it off. David, what you got? Hi. Uh, all right, so I have a well, slightly older movie, but it's not, like, super old, because it was released in, let's see, 1980? 1988? Yeah, 1988. <laughs> It's called the uh, the Naked Gun from the Files of the <laughs> Nice. Which one? And, uh, that's the first one. Okay, 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 okay. Nice, nice. I'm like that one. It's it's a Classic. definite comedy comedy movie where you follow the police detective. Uh, what is it? Frank Drebin. Yeah, Frank Drebin, uh, played by Leslie Nielsen, and basically he's got a like uncover what was it a plot to kill the queen i think like the queen of england and it was just all kinds of shenanigans that he gets into and honestly the jokes come hard and fast and i freaking love it like what is it i think there was a what's it called there was one joke that i kind of like resonated with a little bit because it's like the entire joke was this dude that was super fucking tall his head completely off the frame like all you saw was his torso and maybe like part of his legs and the joke was super simple of like hey dude you got something on your face and he's like ah oh, shit you're right he wipes it off a whole ass banana just fucking falls <laughs> and lands on the table you're like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know like shit like that it's just it's so great they even had like um if you've ever watched james bond they had the the q moment where basically he's like, oh, I'm going to go through and do all these inventions. I'm going to show you. And it's just like, oh, these darts in this cufflink can knock out any human in just like a few seconds. Here, let me demonstrate on Frank. Which <laughs> 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 just fucking knocks him out. He's like, but why? <laughs> oh, man, it's been a minute since I watched those movies. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I feel like they they're kind of like movies that started like internet humor in a way before internet humor was a thing. You know? uh, I mean, kind of. Yeah. I've seen like so many memes. And yeah, stuff. memeable moments for sure. Yeah, a lot yeah, of definitely. I forget. I think when he's like walking, I'm not sure if it's from that one or another one. Is he's just walking very like slowly? He picks up a gun and just like starts fucking it on up. No, it's like a whole. It's like that's a thing I've seen. It's just fucking funny. Yeah. Or like the like the mega face palm where it's just, like. Everybody everyone's just, face like, palming splats. yeah and like you just it just cuts to in a giant theater and everybody's just <laughs> that's so fantastic but yeah uh it's definitely one of those movies that i always come back to i think i actually have all three of them physically somewhere i just need to find them again and i think it also came with another one of his movies like maybe like the spy movie or something but honestly i freaking love all the movies that leslie leslie nielsen is in yeah he just does such a great job he was a great comedic character like he actor was. wait is that I forget? Is the first one when the baby stroller is falling down the stairs and the whole action scene's going on? I think that might have been the, th that might have been like the third one, okay. maybe. It's just like an intense shootout and there's like a baby stroller just falling. It down was. The it, I, I know that it was in one of them, but I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, it yeah, I don't know. Second or third one. 
Yeah, there's okay. just so many, and they're also good ones. They're all funny. Yeah. They all have their moments. Definitely. But, uh, yeah. That is definitely one of those, if you've never seen the Naked Gun series, go out and watch it. I'm sure it's easy to find. I even have a physical version. Yeah, it'll just, it'll just make your day way better. Yeah, definitely. If you need a good laugh, that's, those are the movies to get it. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that was The Naked Gun. Fantastic movies, even for the younger generations that probably t- didn't grow up on any of Leslie Nielsen. It's worth your time to go back and check that out. I mean, some of the comedy yeah. might be more uh, risque compared to today's standards, but they're a great I love it. Uh, I love them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Open yourself up to the classics. Okay. And that was today's categories. Some good stuff, good stuff. I went on a rant for a little too long, but, you know, it just happens. What happens when you're passionate? It happens, you know. Okay, so for next week, we're going to do memorable, unexpected betrayals. It can be from any source of media, a betrayal that you just didn't see it coming. We're going to mark spoilers. Didn't see it, and you might not even like it. You'd be like, you bastard. Yeah. So... (laughs) For that format, we're probably going to name the thing, like the series or whatever it's from, and then say, hey, spoilers for blank. And then you can choose if you want to hear it or not, because I know this, some of this might be unexpected. Huh. Right. I can already tell I'm going to hate a lot of the characters we're going to talk about, because, you know, you learn to like them. Yeah. You don't like them, but then, you know, they do some shitty shit, and you're like, wait, 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 what? No, 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 I didn't see that yeah. shit. And that's what I want. That's also, want note that uh, what's unexpected is subjective, because some shit you might be like, really? You didn't see that coming? But, you know. It's personal. Exactly. Personal. It's different for everyone, too. But yeah. Wait. Memorable, unexpected betrayals for the next one. Not next week, because, you know, we're doing the two-week thing. Yeah, when we do the two-week well, When it comes back, that's what you hear. time to think about it, guys. You got yeah, 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 yeah. I got I to gotta look things like, up. This one, yeah, I got to look things up, too, because I'm just like, fuck. Yep. What I had to really, like, look I don't want no it. generic shit. I don't want no generic yeah, Come on, shit. that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this I'll try my best. This has been this week's, or this half second month whatever this is this episode <laughs> this, is, uh, this episode yeah this episode i don't even know what it. time it is anymore. <laughs> all right <laughs> so uh check us out on socials instagram uh tiktok whatever i noticed that i have another person that followed me on twitch maybe from my tiktok i haven't streamed on twitch for some time i'm sorry i'm dog shit at it i'm just I'm very inconv- i'm very inconsistent but you know Need one of those lights that hits your Thanks face, for, the camera, uh, you know, like those rings, the ring lights. I have I'll that. One. I already have that. that. You have a it's ring probably light. Probably because here? of that pig, you know, video. Bro, come on. <laughs> Point is, thank you for joining. Uh, I'll stream again eventually. I'm just inconsistent, but follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter for however long that's going to still be around. Yeah. But, uh, we'll find out, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Till next time. See you. Later on. Bye. See you in a couple.